Amen. We are at the desk of the youth counselor. We appreciate everyone of us that have been tuning in. And we know that the Lord has been attending to you and blessing you. For those who are tuning in for the first time, you are welcome. And every other person, just keep on clicking on that red subscription button and the notification icon that every other thing we have for you will be sent to you and you'll be notified at the right time. Parents, we plead with you to let your children join in this blessing and the family shall remain blessed. God bless you. Shall we pray now? Loving Redeemer, the King of glory, we bless your name. Lord, whose love and care for us has never diminished at any time. Before we knew you, you began to do us good. And when we encountered you, you made manifest your blessings full package. Righteous Redeemer, we know you love us. You have paid so much price to keep us. And so, blessed Father, once again, O Lord, open our eyes to know how loving you are and to see the place where we occupy in your heart. Spirit of the living God, speak unto our souls on a personal level, individual basis. But at the end of the day, O oh Lord, we get closer and closer to you. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Topic before us this day is, you are the object of his care. You are the object of God's care. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through to 34. Matthew 6, from verse 25. Therefore I say unto you, take no thoughts for your life, what you shall eat, or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meats, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven. Shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. The object of his care, that is what the Lord is declaring us to be, is declaring you to be. Object of one's care is something that takes one's attention. You find people giving in all 
when something has been declared as the object of their care. Nobody toys with such things. Jesus Christ made it clear that where the treasure of a man is, there will his heart be. It attracts such a high value. The owner ensures that it is safe. It is secured. He is possessive about it. He is very protective of it. And so cares about it. Jesus Christ told us that treasures, rare treasures should be kept in heaven. Where there is no stealing, no robber can come in there. There is nothing like the moth eating it up. It is safe. Everything about it is taken care of. A little consideration of God's concern over the fowls of the air, over the field. You see God's attention upon the grasses. He ensures that even the dews come upon them to do what? To help them to grow. Have you seen the beautiful flowers? Yes, their duration is short. Yet God gives attention to them. Beautiful. Are you talking of the birds of the air? Not one of them can fall to the ground without the permission of their creator. They are things that attract the attention of God. They are the object of God's care. Just like we have read in Matthew chapter 6. Look at the children of Israel. When they were journeying from Egypt to Canaan. There were no machines to sew clothes for them. The Lord took care of them. Though they passed through the wilderness, yet the white animals could not feast on them. In the daytime, when the sun was so hot, he was to them a pillar of cloud, shielding them from the heat of the day. And at night, the Lord was there as a pillar of fire. They were protected. They were guided. The Lord was before them. They were the object of his care. But I'm announcing to you today, it's not just the Israelites of old. You are the object of God's care. The Lord is giving you attention. The Lord is concerned about you. I want to tell you the truth. Day by day, the Lord thinks about you. And that's why you see, even the weakest of all sleeps and wakes up. Sleeps and wakes up. In the midst of his evil, you see some people desiring he should die. As the arm robber goes there for oppression, many will desire that the bullets of the police should touch him. Yet, you see the Lord protecting, giving him attention that he hears the word of God, peradventure he will repent. And the Bible says, do you not know that the goodness of God leaded you to repentance? So you see the, the, the goodness of God. Upon the good, upon the evil, he allows his reign and his son. They are the object of God's care. I want you to consider this. For the salvation of your soul, he gave the most valuable. John chapter 3 verse 16. He so loved the world and wouldn't want the world to perish. You are part of that world and his love. And as a result, he gave his only son, Jesus Christ. He surrendered his only son, Jesus, for your freedom from sin, from the clutches of hell, 
from the torments of the enemy, the oppression of the witches, whatever they may be thinking in their wicked covens and releasing for your freedom from sin. Oppression, torments of the wicked one, the Lord led his son into captivity. You go read the book of Isaiah chapter 53. Take your time, verse by verse, try to understand what the son of God went through, what he passed through. The Bible says there was no beauty in him. He was mad. He was wounded badly for your sake. Like a lamb didn't take him to the place of slaughter. Jesus was taken. Why? For your freedom. He was brought into captivity. For your righteousness. Because you cannot please God if you live in sin. The Lord demands righteousness. But you cannot please the Lord on your own. And so in order to have that righteousness inputted upon you, that all your sins may be covered and swept off, he is ready to throw them into the sea of forgetfulness. Your immoral life, your wicked enterprises, God is willing to do to take them away because somebody paid the price. Jesus Christ was made to be seen. He was not a sinner. He was innocent, but he became even condemned. Why? For your sake that you may become the righteousness of God, that you may become a pleasant person before the Lord, that everything about your evil may be forgotten and wiped away. And that is the truth. No matter the, the things you have gone into, no matter the atrocities you may have been involved in as a young man, your exploits as a young woman that are contrary to the will of the Lord, God is ready to do to flush them away and make you righteous, guiltless, despite even the measure of the evils you have done. Why? Because Jesus Christ accepted to be a sinner. Jesus was made to be sin. And can I tell you that for your prosperity, for your promotion, for your upliftment, Jesus became poor. In the book of 2 Corinthians, go there. Jesus Christ became poor. In chapter 8, verse 9, that you may become rich, that you may prosper, that you may be satisfied. So much has been paid on your, on, your, on your behalf. Let's read in Isaiah chapter 53. And we see just a few scriptures there. How Jesus took it up upon himself. Gave up his pleasure. Gave up his glory. Gave up his joy. That you may become the righteousness of God today. That you may have joy in your life. In Isaiah chapter 53. We read from verse, in verse 5, it says, But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Your healing, he has obtained it. And so you should not remain under that trouble. The weight of the troubles and sicknesses upon your life. Somebody has paid the price. Because the Lord has made you the object of his care. And so when Jesus was hanging on that tree, when he was there and he cried out, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Naturally, the Lord would have responded. Naturally, the angels would have come to fight the battle. But he kept quiet. Why? He was looking ahead to the time when you obtain your healing. So you are the object of God's attention. The conclusion is that the Lord saw the travail of his soul and was satisfied. The Lord saw the things he did and he said, I am okay. I am okay. The guilty can become guiltless now. The condemned can be set free right now. 
What's more? But that you take advantage of this wonderful role that the Lord Jesus Christ has played. The role he has played just to make you God's own. Just to qualify you to enjoy the privileges. What are we talking about? You are the object of God's care. Consider it. Consider the weight of what the Lord did. Consider it. Just to qualify you as the object of his care. The Bible says that if he did not spare his son Jesus, what shall he not freely give you? What is that your need? That is making you walk into, into depression. That is making you think of suicide. That is making you go far away into darkness. You need not do that. Somebody has taken care of you. Don't remain ignorant. He has paid a price for you. To show you that you are the object of his care. Child of God, can you consider the price of the blood of Jesus that was shed for you as a gift? Can you consider it? The life that was killed just for you? What of the Spirit of God that you have? You gave your life to Jesus, simply walking to the cross, and you surrendered, and you began to possess the Spirit of God. It's not bought with gold, nor with silver. The free gift of God, because you are God's object of attention. And so, what should be your response? What should be the attitude of the Christian youth? What should be the attitude of that young man that is out there, sleeping, almost sleeping into eternity unprepared? The Lord has done everything that he needs to do for you. And that's why he's asking you, if you so take care of the animals, so take care of the grass that today is, tomorrow is in the fire, you can kill any bird that is flying. Yet God gives all that attention. Don't you think that he's willing to take care of you? The Lord is willing to give you all that you need to ensure you remain under his canopy. Don't go into eternity unprepared when the Lord has given you all. Don't allow self-pity to carry you away. It's time to believe the Lord. It's time to confess your sins. It's time to tell him that, Lord, I remain loyal unto you. Let those circumstances hear it. God has made you the object of his care. And he's willing to do anything because he has done the greatest. He's willing to do anything. Shall we pray now? He wants to open the door for you. He wants to bring down your enemies and enthrone you. He wants to give you the strength to live a godly life. He wants to ensure that you are happy and satisfied. You are the object of his care. You are the object of his care. And so write it out. I am the object of God's care. Paste it where you see it regularly. Tell the Lord that you understand it. Let your enemies hear it as you shout it. Under any circumstance, declare it. Thank you, precious Father. Lord, I bless you because of all that you have done just to make us the object of your care, the object of your attention in the morning, at noon, at night. Even when we are not aware of the things happening around us, you fight battles for us. You bring down the enemies for our sake. You give Egyptians for our sake. You do great things just for us. Lord in glory, I'm asking concerning that young man out there that is ignorant of your love. I'm asking concerning that young woman out there that is ignorant of the things you've done. And as a result, is living a life of pity. is living a life of depression. Oh my God, I'm asking. Let your spirit, oh God, open their eyes to see your love, your care, your attention, and the price you've already paid. And Father, as you put them onto yourself, let them begin to enjoy your provision. Let them begin to enjoy the spirit of the Lord. Let them begin to enjoy the word of God being lively in their life. 
Thank you, blessed Father. May none of these youths that are seeking you, O oh God, in glory, be denied of any benefit because of their ignorance. Visit everyone and bless every soul. Thank you, precious God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes, beloved, you are the object of God's care. Sing it, shout it, paste it everywhere. On your Facebook page, everywhere, I am the object of God's care. And the heavens shall continue to give you attention. So once again, we wait to hear you. Send your questions, your comments. Send them onto our box. Ask the youth counselor at gmail.com. The Lord will attend to all your requests. God bless you richly in Jesus' name. Amen. <music>